When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Janny's team selection ahead of Game Week 15. My name is Az. I'm back, Janny. We're back together. Seb has done an incredible job presenting these in my absence, but I've missed you. It's nice to be talking FPL with you again. Yeah, mate, I've missed you too. Uh, Seb did a, a, a great job, very capable deputy, and I'm sure I'll be featuring on, on Seb's streams for Scout in the not-too-distant at some point, but lovely to be back uh, with you. And I'm just gutted, mate, that that you missed my massive green arrow a couple of weeks ago, and, and now I've just had a massive red and you're coming back to me. So, yeah, sod's law. <laughs> back, in, back in time, back in time. You've uh, what doubled your rank um, yeah. in, in the last week. Uh, I, I finally got to use the the... the, the image of you crying into a tissue uh, which you sent me the start of the season but you've had such a good start to the season I haven't been able to use that yet so kind of yeah devilishly it was quite nice to um to <laughs> to use that it's my personal favorite that one yeah I do love one. that one yeah it's a good one yeah we have to get some more from you I think for, for um after the world cup uh don't yeah. keep reusing them uh, also with my Brighton kit to celebrate our win over your team uh at the weekend which was, which oh, was... Brian, a very impressive mate. But look, in 12 months' time, Chelsea will just have Deserbi instead of Potter, right? Oh, and all our players, Trossard, Casado. <laughs> yeah, very likely. Um, we're going to talk about Game Week 14, catch up on some of the big things on that. Obviously, Harlan missing out, uh, Foden as well, and some of the other things as well. And we're going to talk about some of your plans to target the final two uh, game weeks. Before we do that, this yeah. video, as always, is sponsored by Fantasy Five. If you haven't checked out Fantasy Five yet, you really should. It's a completely free-to-play game uh, where you can win £10,000. All you've got to do is pick five players across five different matches. They all have a fantasy points target, which is goals, assists and clean sheets, essentially just like FPL. Uh, no bonus points. If you pick the five players that all outscore uh, their points targets, you win £10,000. Janny and I try each week. We've been close. We still haven't quite managed it. But there's a very interesting one this week. They've um, they've got a little offer in, which is uh, okay. Harry Kane's points target. Is very, oh, well, they've lowered it, have they? It's very, very low. In fact, let me tell you what it is. I believe it's either 3.5 or 4.5. Oh, okay. It's I was thinking 6.5 would be still okay. 3.5. So he needs an assist against Liverpool to, to meet, his, meet his target. So 
in theory, he's going to get that, right? Liverpool have been really poor defensively. I would say you only need to get four picks out of five to win 10 grand or a share of 10 grand. So this is a good week to play it. I had a mate text me the other day who um, who got four of the five and he texts me because he watches these videos every week going, why did I pick Raya? And then Raya was the fifth player that didn't <laughs> no. make it. But I was like, oh, that's impressive. Was there a player in the game that had made it? A, 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 a I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Do you remember when we did it and we we went? um, I think we went Robertson over Trent or something, and we picked like Skip over Kane. And if we'd gone for Trent and Kane, we would have we would have done it. That's the margins. You can you can be really close. Uh, so someone's going to win it very soon, especially when they, they put in offers like this. Um, so yeah, get involved. Links in the description and below. Uh, that offer for Kane is for UK players only, uh, not for non-UK. Uh, uh, right, let's talk about Game 14. Quickly, uh, you have got a red arrow. Uh, you are crying in the thumbnail, so everyone can kind of guess that your <laughs> week wasn't the best. It was a punishing week, though. I mean, you still managed to get 55 points. Uh, you had Pope oh. and Trippier, you know, both coming in with, with clean sheets and Trippier the assist. A clean sheet for Cancelo. Uh, Kinder Bueno, interesting, uh, interesting move. He's he's mm. come in, uh, two points. Uh, Pereira with three. Uh, Martinelli, eight. Salah captain with 14. Foden with one. <laughs> the resurgence of Aston Villa and uh, Bailey did not last long. <laughs> I got 60 minutes, though. He didn't come off at 59. He, he si- came off at 60. Got you 60. <laughs> uh, he got two. Kane with one against Bournemouth. Uh, and Mitrovic with one. So, I mean, you've got some points, but it was quite a punishing week because, you know, mm. other other players, you know, that are fairly highly owed, Almer and Rashford, Trossard, these kind of guys all, all did well. So if you had a kind of a couple of stragglers, you, you ended up getting a red, which a lot of people on, on Twitter and on Scout did this week. Yeah, and I think a lot that had double or triple Arsenal did well, and that sort of killed me a bit on the Sunday. A lot of teams have still got Gabby Jesus, like, what is he, 60, 70, 60% plus owned still. Um, he got a couple of assists, Arsenal clean sheeters, even Saka with the four points adds to the, the total there. So yeah, the Sunday fixtures killed me a little bit. As now I'm doing, now I'm sort of ranks I'm, I'm, I'm liking, especially last week, I've started using, uh, live FPL to track inside the game week to go what's my rank so I'm at that stage of the season now you wouldn't do that well I said it was too early and even in the last (laughs) couple of weeks I've started posting my team on Twitter with my results which I've only just started doing as well so now I'm at the the part of the season where I feel comfortable doing that nothing to do with the fact that I just had a couple massive big arrow (laughs) two weeks ago um so now I'm checking my rank and on Saturday I was on a green arrow it was great I'd had my captain play in Salah but we still had Sunday's fixtures to go. And within that, those Sunday fixtures, of course, it was the Arsenal game and a, a fair few others. Um, and, and that just didn't go well for me at all. And I think we probably forgot or got a little bit excited mid game week with some green arrows, knowing loads of people had Harlan captain, but someone like Gabby Jesus vice captain or even De Bruyne mm. vice captain. So those points, um, yeah, really, really totaled up, but not towards the end of the game week. It's quite interesting because you're you're the same as me. You've you've gone for this threemium um, that we talked about quite a few: the Salah, Kane, and, and Haaland triple up. I mean, my my kind of um, weakness then is is no Cancelo, so that's why I've got a really cheap defence. But then I've kind of got an okayish rest of rest of the team. You've got Cancelo, mm-hmm. fair enough. He's you know probably the best. Well, he's the best defender to own. But that means that you look at your team this week and you've got Bueno in there. You've got Pereira that's come in. You've got Bailey there as well. Not a huge, you know. Um, amount to kind of manoeuvre around yeah. that. Is, is that kind of... How, how do you feel about that? Are you still confident with that kind of going forward? 
Yeah, I don't know if I'll be going three mim after the World Cup, but I've had it all season and I'm comfortable with it. You just can't afford injuries. And unfortunately, when someone like a Haaland drops mm. out your team or even a Zuma has a tough fixture, when they come out your 11, you need Bueno or Bailey to start, which isn't ideal. But I've been fortunate this season. And with the transfer we get each week, when I've had suspended or injured players, I've been able to sell them. Haaland's a little bit different. We don't just sell Haaland's without a second thought, right? So this week is a prime example where... I've struggled with my squad depth, but that's because I've had a flagged player who I've not been willing to sell. If I was willing to sell Haaland last week, you know, a Bailey isn't in there and then the 11 doesn't look too weak. So yeah, my 10th and 11th players haven't been the strongest, but I've managed to cope okay because I haven't had too many fitness problems in my in my team this season. Yeah, I mean, when you're fully fit, it just means you're playing one of Pereira or Bailey. Right? Yeah, which I'm comfortable with. Yeah, it, Around the fixtures... Targeting the home fixtures, the way Andreas has been playing this season, more often than not, it's been him. Yeah. Um, tell me about Bueno. Where did he come from? Yeah. He's, he's, a, yeah, bit, he's a, a bit He's a bit exciting, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what? He just yesterday got the Wolves Player of the Month as well. Mm. He's a Spanish wingback. He, on his debut only a couple of weeks ago, got the assist. Wand of a left foot. Um, played really well last time out. And I know Wolves were, were pretty well. They drew with Brentford 1-1. Um but he looked really good. And at half time, I thought I'm getting clean sheet and bonus points here because he was he, he he does well in the BPS. Um, he's pretty attacking. And I think he's now down that left hand spot. He's 3.9 starter. Um, I don't plan on him being in my 11 too often. Um, saying that he's now got two OK fixtures. Um, and I needed a three. I needed to fit Foden in a couple of weeks ago. I went from Trossard to Foden like most of us did. Yeah. <laughs> and to do that, I needed a, a 3.9 spin on a defender. So I was able to sell Lewis Dunk to Bueno. And, and and off the back of that, that was my massive green week. He's coming at a perfect time for you then. Yeah, bueno. yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and, and the fixtures for Wolves, I'm I'm looking at this run now. And look, I don't know if they do keep clean sheets against Brighton and Arsenal, but they're both at Molyneux at least. So it's two homes and it's a 3.9 that gets mm. minutes. Like if he can come off my bench, if if he needs to, I, I think there's 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 a no, there's a, a lot worse picks out there. Absolutely, it's a good shout. And you know, there's, there, there, you know, there might be people who need a bit of money um, that, that need a three point. I mean, I've got Emerson for example, who bet doesn't play. Um, Williams has gone up now in price a bit. Um, Lepetigo, we think, is coming in to manage Wolves, and you've got to think a young Spanish, yeah, fullback will from the academy with Wolves will continue to to get minutes as well. So yeah, I yep. like that. I like that move. Um, let's talk about some of the performances uh, just before we move on to game at 15 from some of the teams. I mean, we've got to start with Liverpool, I yeah. think. I mean, what is going on? <laughs> Couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to even make of their assets this season. Like, There was a time when I sold Trent a few weeks back or even months back, maybe it was on the World Cup, and I thought, how am I going to get him in before the World Cup? How am I going to make sure I get Darwin cover before the World Cup? And at the moment, I'm left here with just Salah, I'm very comfortable with him being my only Liverpool asset. And I'm going into this game week thinking, oh, if I need to get, let's say Haaland isn't fit and I need to get a Kevin De Bruyne, is Salah on the chopping block? Probably not, because I think that Tottenham-Liverpool game, both defences are so weak at the moment. And maybe not in terms of goals conceded, but certainly in terms of chances conceded, that that could be a high-scoring Three all, and therefore Salah mm. and Kane are both really nice players to own. And then it's Southampton before the World Cup and the World Cup. So look, Salah's probably going to stay in my team. But outside of that, there's no Liverpool assets I really want. No, I mean Trent and Robertson and, and Van Dijk lost his kind of unbeaten home yeah. record at, at Leeds. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I've, I've sold Salah already this week. Um, 
It's, I mean, it's, it's easier because because I haven't got Cancelo, I could triple up on the City attack, you know, get De Bruyne right. in, go for a great move. You saw De Bruyne. So you we went to De Bruyne, did you? Yeah, Knowing so, you didn't start in the Champions League well, was beautiful exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I think people who have got Cancelo and Foden, if they want to do that move, they're going to have to sell one of those two, really, or Haaland if he's, if he's out, which you're not going to want to do that because Foden was arguably man of the match. I know he, it, I don't think he got any attacking returns, but he was kind of dictating everything that, that went through that team. So even no. though he's missed the last two, you've got to think he's going to come back in against Fulham, I would have thought. Um, be surprised if he's benched for three consecutive Premier League games after sparkling in almost every game that he's played <laughs> this season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think De Bruyne might be someone who, who kind of goes under the radar a little bit um, that I'm looking at. But yeah, like I said, not easy to do. Um, I'm so jealous. I'm 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 so jealous that you now have the my preferred triple city, mm. and I love Cancelo, and I think he's a good shout for Fulham Brentford. But if Foden's starting, I'd rather De Bruyne, Haaland, and Foden rather than Cancelo. And I think you now have got triple city attack for two homes, and they score five plus goals every home game. So wow. having the triple attack. That's we'll where see. I I might even move in that same direction. If if for example I hear Haaland's fit and I hear Foden starting, then yeah, I've also thought selling Cancelo and Salah this week. I've got two free moves. Well, I mean, selling Cancelo is never going to be fun. It's yeah. I mean, he's he's the player every week that I I don't have. I I fear, even though his stats aren't amazing, um, you you, you feel like they're going to keep a clean sheet every game anyway and then he's got the, the ability to turn it on like he has done in in other home games so yeah I mean you know we're, we're always going to have players that we all want and cover and, and don't end up with but yeah it's interesting that yours is yours is De Bruyne reminds Cancelo both players that we've yeah. got uh, on the team um let's, let's just talk about Kane quickly yeah just before we move on um really strange game against Bournemouth I think a lot of mm. us were expecting them to win that comfortably I think a lot of us were expecting to beat Marseille quite comfortably as well in the Champions yeah. League and qualify. They've won both those games, but definitely not comfortably. Uh, they've been on a bit of a bit of a poor run. I mean, they lost against Newcastle, lost against United. Champions League results haven't been great. Last minute winner against Bournemouth and Marseille. I mean, Kane has, has been great, but when a player like Kane blanks against Bournemouth, it gets the alarm bells ringing a little bit, doesn't it? Especially when they score three goals and Kane mm-hmm. isn't involved in any of them. But look, I'm so underwhelmed by the way Spurs have been playing recently. And sure, they've, they've been grinding out a few results. I'd actually say, rather than the sign of champions winning when you're not playing well, what I'm seeing with Spurs is they're simply getting lucky. They yeah. are simply getting lucky. And the teams they're facing are missing easy chance. I mean, Marseille should have been clear at half-time. And then even late in the game when Kalasinac missed the sitter, um, really high XG chances that they are just somehow, their opponents are missing. They're not even worldly saves a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, would I be trusting Spurs in FPL? Probably not. Harry Kane is the only player, I, again, I would want to own. Would I be trusting with the armband, even if it was a prime fixture? No, I just don't trust Spurs at the moment. I think the big problem with Spurs under Conte at the moment, and Conte is a manager I adore, as as many that have watched me will know, is is the wingbacks are crucial to his mm. system. He ain't changing the system, but what he needs is quality out wide. And he just doesn't have it in the squad. He really doesn't. Um, so I'd be shocked if he didn't buy one quality wing back this January. It's happening. Um, probably someone that can play on the right. And then Perisic will be first choice on the left. But 
geez, they need that. Or you may as well abandon the whole Conte project if you're not going to invest in mm. quality wingbacks because that's his football is all about those high fullbacks, high wingbacks. Yeah, I mean, Doherty, Spence, Emerson, none of them are, are really up, not. up to his level, are they? I, and I, I think, think us FPL fans think that Doherty is a good player because he's done really well in FPL for Wolves. But in real time, as a footballer, Doherty's useless to the point where even Nuno went to Spurs and Nuno had him at Wolves and Nuno wouldn't play him. Then Marina didn't want to play him. Conte doesn't want to play him. This is a guy that was playing championship football for Wolves for a reason. And sure, he was an amazing FPL asset. So we all look at him with rose-tinted glasses. But no, in, he's not a Conte footballer. And I think the two strongest wing-backs in the squad are probably Sessignon and Perisic. But Sessignon still feels raw. Perisic prefers playing on the left. So that means you've got to play him on the right if you play Sessignon. So yeah, they're a bit all over the place. The disrespect, Jenny, towards Matt Doherty, FPL legend. <laughs> yeah, I know. We do, don't we? We have our FPL favourites. It's like, I don't know, there's other examples. Was Mishu very good? No, but we loved him in FPL for a season. I'm I'm really surprised, there's people in the chat saying, I'm really surprised that Spence isn't getting any minutes at all. Like, isn't isn't getting a look in at all. Because he must look at Emerson and, and Doherty and think, well, neither of these players have got the full backing of Conte anyway. Yeah. Why doesn't he just chuck me in to one of these games? We're playing poorly anyway. Like I, he is, he's a, he, you know, he was one of the championship players of the season last year. He knows yeah. how to play at wing back. Yeah, give it's him a chance. For it. <laughs> I remember Mark telling us all how amazing he was going to be if, he, if we saw him in the Premier League. But one thing I would say about Conte, as much as I love him, one he said Spence wasn't his signing and was well, one for it. the future. Yeah, but then also being an Italian coach like Conte, who's pretty old school, you're still young at 27. Mm. Like you do not trust the kids. And Conte never has trusted the kids. And unless he's had an absolute worldie on his hands, I'm trying to think of a few examples. Well, he's, he's playing Sessignon, isn't he? Sessignon's in his early early 20s. True, but I guess he's been in that squad for a lot longer. Yeah. And he knows he knows the system a bit better, but in terms of Conte's style of coaching. But yeah, he, he, he won't take a punt on, on youngsters. And unfortunately, that's what Spence is falling foul of. Yep. I see what's a huge problem for Spurs as well. It's Son now being out, World Cup in doubt with this fractured eye socket. It's Kulazewski still being red flagged. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure when he's going to be back. Probably won't be before the World Cup. For Charleston out as well, uh, probably until after the World Cup. You know, it's going to be what, Lucas Moura coming in? Brian Gill coming in, possibly? You know, out completely out of the cold. Has played six minutes so far this season. The biggest worry for us, though, Harry Kane, four bookings. Yes. Yeah, he's got to be careful. Got to be really careful. Um, you can't afford to lose him against against Leeds when they've got this many injuries in attack. Yeah, if they did. And and I, Harry Kane isn't a player that picks up a ton of yellows. I'm surprised that he's already mm. on four, to be fair. So look, he's just got to be, yeah, be a good boy against Liverpool. But that would be really annoying if we were forced to sell Harry Kane for game week 16 because that Leeds fixture for us Kane owners is one of the reasons we, we perhaps looked at him in the last few weeks was all... Oh, but just before the World Cup, game week 16, Leeds at home, that's a nice fixture for him. Although maybe it's not so nice now the way Spurs are playing and with all the mm. injuries they've got. It's strange with Kane. The, the games he's been booked in have been Forest, Wolves, Brighton and Bournemouth. Four of the kind of winnable games. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's Liverpool next. You've got to think it's going to be a pretty spicy game. That one, I'm worried he's going to get a booking in that. Because if he, if, he if he gets banned for that game against Leeds... That's a huge issue for for, play, for people like us who, who've got him. Like we just want Kane for that game, even with the injuries around Spurs. We'd but. be looking at four point hits to sell him because Ugh. we'd have so much money. We'd be selling Kane down to a I don't know a, a Wilson and go. We've got so much money. We may as well take a hit and use it. 
I mean, God knows who they play if, if Kane's out as well. I think it really would be Gill up top, flanked by Moore and... Might be Perisic out of position. Perisic, he might yeah, play maybe. Perisic front two or yeah, front three, which even this week he could do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it might, it might elevate Perisic, actually. There will be all these injuries, attacking injuries. That's, mm. good, that's a good point. Um, let's take a look at your team and how we set up for game week 15. Yeah. Five at the back currently, uh, yeah. with your double Newcastle, Pope and Trippier. Uh, Bueno's in again for a, a potential bueno starts. start. <laughs> uh, Brighton at home. Uh, Zuma is there and Williams. And then it's Martinelli, Foden, Salah, Haaland captain and Kane up top. But you do have two free transfers. So I'm guessing your team isn't going to look too much like this. Where the no, it's rolls not. Around. And I'm, I'm almost certainly using both transfers just to maximise that two-week punt option before the World Cup. I don't think I'll use one and then roll and have two in 16. I think I'm likely to use both this week. But so much depends, as always, on that flagged Haaland. If Haaland is... He's not going to be confirmed 100% out. We know that because Pep didn't want to confirm he was out last week when he didn't even travel and clearly couldn't play. So he's definitely not going to confirm him out on Friday's press conference. But we've need training photos and I hope we get them. Although Man City last week from Friday's training literally posted nine images on their website <laughs> featuring like seven players. It was like, oh, thanks. Um, the, the, good, be... the, good, the good thing is it's a late it's a late deadline three o'clock yeah deadline. it's a and, and City are in a three o'clock kickoff yeah. so I think we'll we, get, I think we'll get news we will won't we and it yeah. will be probably 15 or 10 minutes before the deadline but we have to react to that news in the first five minutes as because if we save it to minute nine and ten oh, which is the last minute before the deadline which is what I did last week when I tried selling Foden to Saka I couldn't. It it blocked me. I, I was on two devices refreshing every two seconds but the website was too busy. And I, I worry that for that again this week. So as soon as I hear any news, I'll have to act on it with at least five minutes and you guys should all do the same. Don't leave your transfers for the last minute or two as I did because my transfers didn't go through. I lost only three points from Foden to Saka. Foden got one, Saka four, but it's still annoying. Mm, yeah. Well, would you would you be reversing that move now if you were a Saka? Yeah, I would be to be fair. Yeah. I think, I, th- I, I don't think I... I I'm actually, it worked out okay. But after the first five minutes of that game, when Saka gets an assist and you're like, they're going to batter Nottingham Forest and Saka's going to go get a 20-pointer here, I was annoyed. I, think, <laughs> I, I do think the people that have done Foden to Saka, um, if Saka starts, then you know, and, and that allows people to then do Salah to De Bruyne, I think that's probably worked out quite well for, for, for some people. True. If Saka is, isn't fit, though... That's a, sell him. that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare, having to then sell him for someone else. And of um, course, if Foden bangs against Fulham, that's the other thing well, we yes. just don't know. There's always that. And that's the kind of annoying player Foden is. He's, we thought he'd kind of shaken off this sort of FPL troll status a little bit. But, mm. you know, he started every game and then suddenly misses two, two in a row just as everyone buys him. It's just typical, isn't it? <laughs> for the World Cup as well, he must be thinking, I really need game time here because I'm... I'm so close to that starting eleven from Southgate. I'm on the edges, and I'm probably one of the players mm. he's not fully decided on. Is, is he a starter? Is he not? And then Pep's benching him in the Premier League. It doesn't look good. Um, so he'll be desperate to start against Fulham, and I really, I really think he will. He played ninety last night in the Champions League. I don't think that's an issue. I expect him to start against Fulham. If he doesn't, then we have to sell him for game week sixteen. Yeah. Or, or, or do we just think oh, but then you not, he's, he's not going to miss he's not going to miss four games in a row it just goes on and on and on doesn't it one thing I'm doing this week as and I haven't worked out my transfers yet because it's so dependent on Haaland is 100% if we get any team use reliable team use blue tick team use 
I will be owning three Man City players, start, three Man City starters this week. I'm convinced that needs to happen. And with two transfers, I can allow that to happen. So let's say, for example, Haaland is out. My planned move is if Haaland's out, but Foden and Cancelo start, I simply have to get De Bruyne. Now, if I'm selling Haaland, I could go down to a 5.8 forward and go Martinelli to KDB, for example. Ooh, I mean, that's, let's, let's touch on that quickly because that is, that is selling two players with a lot of value, value. tied up in them. Uh, there's yep. a lot of reluctance to do that. I think Praz was one of the only managers I saw that actually sold Haaland last mm-hmm. week because a lot of people worried about losing that 0.3, 0.4 million on him. If you sell yep. Marcelli as well, that's potentially 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7. Is that not, not, not bothered about that? So I don't worry too much about Haaland's value because he dropped again last night. So I'd be losing 0.3 rather than 0.4 for someone like Praz, I guess, depending on when he bought him, was probably 0.4. So I don't mind the point three. I think I can I can take that. The Martinelli one's a bit of a bit of an issue because I've got so much money in him more than mm. probably any other player I own. And I do think after the World Cup, I'll probably want to own Martinelli. But at the same time, I've also promised myself that come January, if I can only afford one Arsenal midfielder, I'm going to make that Saka. I think Saka's worth the extra money now if, if the last month's anything to go by. So I'm not 100% convinced Martinelli would be in my my new team come game week 17 anyway. Therefore, I'd be really annoyed if I didn't sell him now only to go and sell him in a fortnight's mm. time in my unlimited transfers. So I guess I have to just go, oh, don't worry too much about team value. Pick the best players. Um, the other option is I could sell Salah to KDB, but knowing I might not have to if Haaland is injured, I kind of like the idea of keeping Salah for that Southampton fixture at Anfield. Well, you'd have, you'd have to get rid of one of your City players if you sort of to get rid of Salah for De Bruyne. Yeah, it would be it would be if Haaland's injured, I could go Haaland to any forward and then sell oh, it to KDB. And then, for what, then have like five million in the bank, <laughs> ready ready for yeah. week sixteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and which which might be Bailey to I don't know Bruno, whatever. Okay, so if Haaland's out, you'll definitely be getting rid of him essentially, yeah. and, and getting in another Man City. Yeah, I can't have City play Fulham and only own Foden and Cancelo. I simply have to have three assets. And that might be Alvarez coming in. I don't, I I need to see those team sheets. Mm. Okay. So that's, that's option one. Option two, uh, Haaland's fit. Option two, Haaland's fit. Then again, the big question mark is over Foden. If Foden isn't in the starting 11, I convert (laughs) Foden to KDB and I can convert Foden to KDB by selling either Kane or Salah. So the decision, and remember, I've got two frees here. So again, if Haaland starts and Foden doesn't, I go back to the old principle of I have to own Triple C for Fulham. I'm a big believer of that. Captaincy and owning Triple is an absolute must. So yeah, Foden to KDB. And then I take the decision to sell Kane or Salah. And at the moment, I'm thinking it'd probably be Harry Kane, maybe down to a Callum Wilson. Um but I haven't thought too much about that because I think that option, whilst I'll have it in my in my notes as all my scenarios so I can react quickly, I think that scenario is is less likely that Haaland's fit and Foden doesn't start. The other option is that they both start. I go, okay, what do I do with my transfers? And that I haven't thought too much about either. I mean, it, it probably requires a couple of more boring moves. Um, there's no one I really want to sell. That's the problem for my premiums. I kind of am fairly happy with them. Very very interesting this because this isn't what I expected when I saw this team um I saw you five at the back and I thought oh you just set that up and my instinct when I looked at this side was you'll there'll be more talk about you selling Salah and putting some of that money into uh I don't know Mitrovic up to Wilson or 
I don't know, more money into your midfield, going for a Rashford or a Almiron or strength, basically just strengthening that. But yeah. you're actually talking about swapping out quite established players like in, in your side. You know, you folded Martelli, Haaland, getting rid of Kane and keeping that back five relatively yeah. un- unchecked. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the back five would become a back three or back four with some of those guys going on the bench. But yeah, as in keeping, I'm not looking really at using transfers on on those no. defenders. Okay. Uh, Mitrovic, just just um, last last question. A lot of people selling him. Tony as well, um, suspended. I think Tony's had about 850,000 transfers out. Uh, yeah. Callum Wilson's had about 820,000 transfers in. So you can see where that kind of uh, market market is going. Um, yeah. w- you've got him benched at the moment. I mean, you're benching for Bueno, for, for example. So you've clearly got no faith in Fulham to score against City yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't mind the Mitrovic fixture in 16 because it's at Craven Cottage and it's Man United. But going to the Etihad, you can't expect much, although he does seem to score against all the big teams. I guess if Harlem Foden Cancelo are starting, for example, I was looking, the one player I'd sacrifice that I'm happy selling would be Mitro. So again, Mm. my transfer would be Mitrovic. Ideally, I'd want someone like a Callum Wilson, can't afford him, he's got no money in the bank. And I'd have to therefore downgrade a Martinelli, which I wouldn't want to do for a player like that. Um, I'm only up for downgrading Martinelli if it gets me KDB and I'm giving him the armband, for mm. example. Um, so Mitrovic to Skamaka is an option. Um, and that is something I'd looked at too. And that might be one of the few scenarios where I go, well, I just use one transfer and roll the second one into 16. There are so many different scenarios based on the the fitness of Haaland and the potential, um, yeah, the potential of Foden being being dropped. And I will have all those scenarios clearly written out with five, six different options. <laughs> so then when I see that t- City team news, if we see it, I can then react to it. Surprise on your wall, you haven't got like a, you yeah. have a whole like, you know, one of those like crime documentaries and they've got all different situations. <laughs> the mugshots. The mugshots, yeah. <laughs> Harlow to be crossed through him and all that kind but of But yeah, thing. so selling Mitrovic is an option. Skamaka's a big risk over expected minutes. Like, I think he starts both those games, but as we know with Skamaka, he comes off early. Um, but it's two nice homes for, for, for West Ham, Palace and then Leicester. I think I could see goals there. I'd love to be able to stretch to a Callum Wilson. Calvert-Lewin's the only other option because Everton, again, they're a team that has has two good-ish fixtures. But again, Calvert-Lewin is more expensive than Mitro, so I'd need to find money somewhere. Good. Yeah, very nice. Interesting that, you know, Wilson and Almer are kind of players that a lot of people are, are moving for, but you're focusing much more on this City thing, which... Yeah. Isn't that surprising? But I love C so much. <laughs> with F, I just have to to the idea of not owning Triple City for these two homes. I don't know if you, you saw. To, um, you have to do it. I don't know if, if, if you saw Black Box last night, but one of the I, I haven't listened yet. The, the the key stat from that is that Fulham are bottom of the uh, the table in terms of expected goals conceded um, per ninety over the last six. Ooh. So out of all teams, and they've had the best fixtures over the last six. So doesn't sound great. They've they've been changing their centre backs. I've noticed. I think, I think Tosin came in and hadn't been playing. So yeah, they've been moving around their. I think Diop played and then Tosin played. So they've been moving around their centre backs too. So they're not happy. They're due a spanking. That's what the stats say. So, so yeah, okay, <laughs> that's good to know. And yeah, with captaincy as I guess I'll be going KDB if it's not Haaland. It'll yep. be Haaland or KDB my captain because oh, I'm potentially Foden. But if I don't own, if Haaland doesn't play, then KDB will be my team. Yep. And you've got to go KDB over Foden. Yeah, excellent. Uh, 
let's move over to Fantasy Five. Do our selections for that. Uh, like I said, good week to to play it. Links in the description um, below. Uh, it's a fun game for our first pick. Forest versus Brentford. <laughs> you see lots of goals in this one. I think Forest might win, and you know my scenarios of. Um, going Haaland down to a cheap forward and Martinelli going up to KDB, that cheap mm. forward would be, and I've got the exact funds to do it, would be the Nottingham Forest striker. Because he, he, he's had a goal recently, the uh, Abonigi. Yep. Um, so I'd look at him. 6-5 though, he needs multiple returns. They've actually priced, priced Brentford um, quite kindly in this. A lot of 5-5s five or 4.5s. I don't mind Henderson, a 6-5 for Forest. Considering he makes yeah. saves and they haven't got a recognised striker, he will make saves. I do, I do like the Aminayi pick, but six five, I think is a bit much. He doesn't play ninety ever either. No, I Forest have got about hundred players. I think we go for Henderson. That was my. I'm up for Hendo. Shout, and I've got yeah, I like team, that pick. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Uh, Everton, Leicester. We've got Calvert Lewin at six five, Vardy at six five. Uh, Vardy 6-5 is cheap he is cheap does he start though we've got Dakar at 6-5 as well mm. Iwobi resurgent Iwobi 6-5 uh, and Gordon um, something like Madison 7-5 Barnes 6-5 that's quite nice and then all the defenders around kind of 6-5 how do you see that game going do you see it tough I see tight it. Tight I game. see a score like a one all or something. I see a probably a draw. I think that'd be a stalemate. Yeah, I think I've gone. I've, I think I've back to Leicester win on on Black Box. Um, but I mean, Harvey Barnes being six five sounds I think better Barnes value than say Gordon or an Awobi. Yeah, let's go for Barnes. I like that. Uh, Chelsea Arsenal. Now this is an interesting game. Oh, God. I don't know what's going to happen here. Chelsea was so poor against Brighton, but you know, and then and then went one 0 down, didn't they, in the Champions League, but but won the game. Um, who's going to play for Chelsea? Can we trust any of their assets? They're all quite, <laughs> they're all quite expensive. Uh, Aubameyang, Havertz, both six five. Sterling seven five. Mount seven five. Then you look at Arsenal. I mean, Partey four five. Just needs an assist. <laughs> Chaka six five. Martinelli seven five. Nelson six five. We oh. think he's going to start, but you, you think probably Saka's going to come back in. Uh, I don't know. How much you is reckon? Saka? Uh, Saka's seven five. So he's the same as Martinelli mm. and he's on pens. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I would look at an Arsenal player over a Chelsea player. So I mean, it just go. I guess the defenders, is there any, any value in the defenders or are they all? They're all 6-5, so they all need a clean sheet. And I expect Chelsea to score to be Yeah, fair. so do I. I think we go for Saka or Martinelli. I think we have to go Saka because of pens. And yeah. I'm sure, he's, knowing we saw the training photos yesterday of him, him training, I'm sure he'll start. Cool. Saka it is. Southampton, Newcastle. I think we can discredit uh, Southampton in this one. Apologies, yeah. Southampton fans. Uh, the prices are all quite cheap. Um, but is there value in a in a someone because like Almiron and Wilson, I guess, will be more. But someone like a Willock, who's due a goal and been starting. Willock six five, but Almiron and Wilson are both seven five. Actually, I Wil- actually Wilson, sorry, Wilson, Wilson's six five. Oh, okay. He, I think he's an easy choice. We have to go Wilson then if yeah. he's the same as Willock. I think so. Yeah. This is how you got to do it, though. Got to find those those gems, and then yeah. as I mentioned earlier, Tottenham Liverpool is an easy one because there's this offer on on Kane. Kane at three five. You're not, you're not going go to go Kane anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, Son's eight five. Oh, he's got a fractured eyes. I'm going to play uh, someone like Mora seven five. I mean, you, you just if you're playing this week, just select Kane at, at three five. Um, okay, so that gives us Hendo, Barnes, Saka, Wilson, and Kane. Decent five. Amazing. Yeah, 
that works for me. Cool. I'm up for that. Yep. Um, guys, let us know if you're uh, liking our choices there. Um, <laughs> only only 44 from over 500 watching have hit that like button. And I'm sure many of you are enjoying it. So just, yeah, show us your enjoyment levels by hitting that like button. Absolutely. Yep. Oops, I just went onto the YouTube screen. Everyone can see how it all works behind the scenes. All the buttons I, I pressed that are wrong. Uh, awesome stuff. Janny, it's been good chatting to you again. Yeah, mate, looking forward to next week, hopefully off the back of a a green. We all want a green before the World Cup. If you don't get Mm. one this week, you really need one next. World Cup, are you you playing fantasy, World Cup fantasy games? Yeah, I'll be playing the FIFA one if it's it's when it's out. I've not seen or heard anything, but I'm guessing it will be out very soon. Um, So, yeah, I haven't decided yet on on all my others yet because I definitely will almost certainly be playing a second one. Yeah. We're just leaving that out there just to kind of tempt. Yeah, I'm doing my first uh, fancy video with Josh uh, later, which would be good. Um, we'll be doing Sky, but I don't think we've got video content planned for that. But we'll definitely be covering the FIFA game and uh, and Fanteam. Nice. I love the fact Fanteam always get their games out early as well. Mm-hmm. Like Same with the season-long Premier League one. It always gives you a really good indicator on prices and positions and stuff like that because it's always pretty accurate to the yeah. official game. And they've got two different... Uh, games this, this year which is one a single entry and then the multiple entry as well so they're kind of covering covering all bases so yeah if you're interested in, in World Cup uh, game check out the video I do with Josh uh, a bit later today and as Janny has said make sure you subscribe to the channel do give this video uh, a like as well and Janny and I will be back next week ahead of the final uh, matches be- before the World Cup break yeah sounds good <laughs> see you later guys thanks everyone